Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Perfect, perfect. All right, Sweet. so what, what episode number? Hey, this is Big 4-5. Big 4-5, 45, yeah? Yo. Triple, Big 4-5, no guys. safety. Triple. Yeah, nah, about Big 4-5. I've been looking forward to this number. <laughs> so, Amazing <laughs> Chapter right. Podcast, uh, episode 45. Um, yeah, special guest in the building, man, J.O. Um I mean, I'll let everyone else introduce themselves first and then you can, we'll dive into your whole career and everything. So Cole, tell the people about, tell the people about you. Uh, first name Collins, but call me Cole, Sanusi, so see Cole, whatever works. You're, but yeah, you know big. what time it is. What E-man? Time it is. Man, the God fan. E-man, the prophet. Yeah. <laughs> E-man, the prophet, yeah. <laughs> is that how we're coming? That's, That's how we're coming, feeling. bro. I say you're feeling this energy, time. energy, energy. I love it. Uh, Demi, you already know. Um, so, massive guest, Jay Yellow, the Irish sensation himself, man. It's real. Um, yes. Obviously, I found out about, about you because Colin's putting uh, a song of yours uh, in our playlist. And since then, we've been rocking with you, man. So, it's so good to have you on. All right. Shout out to you, Colin's. Appreciate that. No worries, my guy. No worries. Oh, I, I heard it through. Um, I'm trying to think of the journey of finding your music because um, it was a couple of ways. The, f- uh, the first way was through Spotify. So I, I think, you know, they create certain playlists for you. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So um, I, uh, I heard quote unquote on there and I was like, wow, this is a, this is a good song. And I, I was surprised to do my research and find out you're from Ireland. Do you know what I mean? That sounded like right, a yeah, proper, yeah. like gritty type song. And then from there, I grabbed FIFA when it was on sale during a quarantine, and then I heard your song on <laughs> FIFA, so I didn't do the research that way. No, trust me. So you only got FIFA in like March. You know what I do? I take I take seasonal breaks from FIFA because that game gets me mad. You know, I don't know about you, but <laughs> oh, <I'm sorry. laughs> that game is frustrating sometimes. But yeah, I grabbed it during quarantine and heard your song on there, and I was like, nah, this guy. I like I like the I like the content. I think. The, the production is sick, your your bars are good, so I'm just mm. glad like you you reached out when we put you on the play on the playlist. So it just yeah, kinda happened naturally, which is always yeah. nice. Yeah, man, hundred percent. For me what interested me most about yourself is I can't really and I like it when I can't do this with a rapper, but I can't really describe you if that makes sense. Like if someone said, mm. Yo, what's his sound? because you can spit, you know, you've got a good vibe to you as well. It's not the sing 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 along sort of rap as well. If someone asks mm. you, how would you describe yourself? Um, uh, I won't lie. It's kind of it's tough as well for me because I think for myself, I'm also trying to um not put myself in a box in that way as mm. well. So it's good when I hear people say, "Oh yeah, I don't know how to describe you in that," because that's kind of what I was going for. Because oh, you know, sometimes you go to like you just have we're multifaceted just as individuals anyway and then when it comes to making music you don't want to just make one type of music or even if it's like sectioned off to a genre you don't want to like you want to explore in that genre and yeah. I like have a fusion with other things as well like think about all the music you listen to I'm sure you don't just listen to like one style of music do you know what I'm yeah, saying for sure so it's, it's that same kind of thing when you're listening to music and when you're making music you, you want to kind of explore um you enjoy different sounds as well and you kind of want to hear yourself on different sounds you want to hear yourself try different things so i guess predominantly the only kind of, the only thing that i'd say is i'm um, constant through my music is the content the content because that's what i always try and deliver like i always want to have something to say like something mm-hmm. meaningful to say as opposed to just like lyrics for the sake of lyrics or just bias yeah. for the sake of bias you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah mm. 
Mm. How did you? What was your, what was your inspiration um, into your like the start of the journey? Like, what inspired you to start music? Mm. So it was, it was. You see, it was mad because I started. I only really took it on as a career in sixth year here, which is like, um, I don't know what year that is for you guys. I think that's like year 12. What's the year you do your GCSEs or whatever before you so go into year, uni? Yeah, 11. Uh, before you go to uni? Yeah, oh, yeah. You, oh, so that's year 13. Yeah, year 13. Yeah. yeah. And that's the year you have to do exams to find out what you want to do in uni and get like the course you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that year for me here. We call it sixth year and was like, I was in the institute, some school where it's like very grades focused and everything. And all of the talk of obviously I'm from, an, like, uh, I, have an Af- I have African parents. So I was like, oh, dentist, doctor, lawyer, engineer, and all of yeah. this. None of it excited me at all. I didn't want yeah. to do it. Um, I think in that year, I just happened to come across like a really good friend of mine now. At the time when I just met him, I kind of, um, I rapped for him. I played him some music. And he was like, yo, like, you're sick, man. This is like, if you had 10 songs of this, like that sounded like this, I'd buy a whole album and et cetera, et cetera. So I was like, okay, maybe there is potential here, actual potential. Um, and in Ireland, there's not much, there's not a lot of infrastructure for music. And it's mm. not seen as like, not many people make it like out of here through music, especially not hip hop. So it was kind of a big risk. So it was also that um, that challenge of daring to do it as well that kind of inspired yeah. me. Like, oh, what if I'm the one that does In fact, I'm going to make sure I'm the one that does it. Because not like I didn't have options, because I still did go to college and like university. I still did do that. I graduated, but I really never saw myself trying to do something that I wasn't really passionate about for the rest of my life. Like that's a yeah. that's daunting, do you know what I mean? You start you studied politics, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How did what politics. what was the where did that come from? Like, because obviously we're like African based as well. So my mm-hmm. background was in like a uh, 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 maths, and I ended up being an accountant. So obviously mm-hmm. your parents even tell you the the list that you just already said. So how did you end up <laughs> down down the politics route? What was that from? Um, I think I've always been I've always been very politically inclined. I think also because I moved to Ireland when I was in my teens, I was mm. fourteen when I came straight from Nigeria. So I was very that and like I mean, when you get into school, especially around teenagers, like kids can be very hellish. So that's where you actually get aware of like um, your social economic standing, like where you are as in and where you fit into like the overall society and I think that kind of gave me my political awakening if you like because then I started noticing things like you know um an equal distribution of wealth and all of that kind of stuff and just the way perception based on your social economic stand and all of that stuff and then yeah you know racism and just culture all of all of those things combined just kind of made me do more research into politics and want to be more political and just kind of understanding more and because i just knew i didn't want to be in that situation for long you know what i'm saying i mean what i'm really interested in is just how i know that the internet exists so it's not about how you find hip-hop in ireland but like i guess just to have the bravery to do it because i'm more certain it's not you know the the most popular genre out there and you know it's starting to change a bit so for Example, I think JB2 uh, was is from Ireland. He's probably mm-hmm. one of the more popular acts from out there. But how does one like I don't know get into it and just how? What was your journey with hip hop and rap? Man, it was tough because, like I said, we don't have any infrastructure, so there's no there's no one to look up to in terms of oh this person did it like that, so mm. I have to do it like this and then. Yeah. I've followed your footsteps. You don't have that. So everything you're doing is trial by error, you know, trial and error. You know what I mean? So you're kind of figuring it out as you go along. So I, it's, for me, it's just started with, okay, how do I, how do I make the music? You know, I need to find a producer. I need to find instruments. I need to find a studio to record. And then, okay, let me start with my area right now. Okay. This is where I am now. How do I make everyone here aware? Mm 
of my music and like yeah. let them think I'm let them let me convince them that I'm sick first and yeah. let mm. them back me and then take it from there and just figure it out as you go and I just had that approach so I went my school my area everyone I made sure everyone was aware of my music I was like mm. shamelessly promoting every day you know I come into school my speaker like but like blasting my music and that just to make sure everyone knew what it was, you get me? So um, I'd get the teachers to play the music before class and all, like, just like, I'm like, yo, please, just two minutes before class, you don't even have to play the whole thing, like, just let everyone in your class know what I want, and then I'd stand there by the door to make sure they do it. And so it was natural, like, that's not a thing that you're meant to do, I'm not, I'm pretty sure, but, like, like I say, it was just kind of figuring it out, like, knocking on doors, like, the radio stations, they weren't playing no, Irish hip-hop at the time, nothing. Like, there were people who were rapping and doing that kind of stuff, but they were very, it's very, very underground. So mm. having to go to the radio stations and, like, literally going to the building and be like, who do I talk to to get my song on radio? And, like, and then they give you the run around here and there and they tell yeah, you, yeah. this person and that person. Those people never get back. And then somehow, somehow, a few years later, they're asking you, for your own, for sure. your songs and that so sort of, it's beautiful to see, man, because the the, the yeah, journey you've made and the the progress you've made is actually quite remarkable. Like, I feel like that's some true. some people wait their whole career to do certain things, and you you've been touring, you've got your song on certain like uh, outlets such as FIFA, as we said earlier, and I think mm. it's it's good for the scene. Like like even for people like us, like we're from like we're 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 based in Essex, which is just outside London. Uh, we'll, mm. some of us, a few of us were born in London and moved out so it's hard to get your your platform to the masses in that type of way do you know what I mean like mm. I've only even heard of um, <clears throat> of Reggie Snow as far as like uh, um, yeah. as an Irish rapper so Irish for, for you to come across our you know our radar as well it's just a, it's a testament to that mm. do you know what I mean for sure for work for and that's what that's also mad oh yeah sorry sorry I was just going to say that's crazy because you know like I said even the fact that you guys from Essex, wherever, could stumble across music. That's that's crazy. You know, even from now, that's still crazy. What for you was a bit of a? I mean, you'll have many more moments like this, but what for you was a bit of an uh, sort of made it moment or a massive checklist? Obviously, the FIFA, but I also saw you at uh, Spotify's offices as well. That's a that's mm. a good look. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think. Hmm. I've never actually had a feeling of, oh, I made it because I'm always so on to the next. And again, mm. what, um, like I say, like, say if you look at my social media, like you're going to, you're seeing the highlights. Yeah, and those highlights are very, very This few boy's had some nice highlights. Some nice yeah, highlights. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, Jay, he was, he was <laughs> teaching Ray Shimmer a thing or two, Slim Jimmy. And um, yeah, uh, he was... Also trying to give J.I.D. the workers on the table. No, I gave them the work. Don't get twisted. Nigerians in table tennis, you don't play. No, you don't play with Nigerians in table tennis. That was even in the backyard as well. I had to do it. But yeah, but like those are the highlights. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not out here with Slim Jimmy and J.I.D. every week. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you look through my social media, you're seeing the best bits, but they're actually very few and far between from like mm. the trials, like the times where I'm trying and failing and just things that don't work out. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, the moment that I'd say was the biggest for me so far was apart from the FIFA thing, yeah, and I know I'm going to sound, it's going to sound very romantic right now, but <laughs> the day that I decided to release my first song, like the first day I had that courage to actually be like, mm. yo, let me just put it out there and whatever happens happens that's the first time that I ever really felt like nah I'm actually living my dream because whatever happens from this moment onwards I couldn't have fathomed it yesterday yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. so that was a powerful moment for me so I always refer to that as like my rebirth or some shit like some corny shit like that but it was never <laughs> <laughs> nice but it room, was man. great great time for real now your mindset is is inspiring it's the hunger really it's that it's that hunger all rappers have, you know, to make it out of their current situation. Um, sure. Sure. And it shows even things like, you know, you laugh, but having the foresight to be like, yo, to the teacher, let the, let the song just play, let it breathe. Yeah. Like, I'm a massive believer in that. Not enough rappers, in my opinion, do that. Is You've got to be big 
in where you're from, in your school. If your people mm. ain't rocking with you, no one is. You know, no that's something sick. I think we've tried to do over the last years, try to make sure, you know, if you live in Chafford or you live in Thurge, you know who we are. Like, we're, mm. we're the spot. So I respect, I respect your journey, definitely. No, likewise, man. Likewise. Right. Uh, so I think that, that's a good segue um, into the next topic. So obviously, man's got a song on FIFA. That's a, that's a massive W, you know. Uh, we have to celebrate the wins around here. Um, Absolutely. So we just, wanted to, we just wanted to discuss, I think all of us have played FIFA in some capacity. What are some of the best FIFA songs that we've enjoyed? I mean, I'll kick things off. Uh, I think back to uh, FIFA 2013. I can't remember what the, the band's name is, uh, but still. And I had a really good song That's on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that tune. No, I swear. I've uh, rinsed that. Survived. It's hard to remember the names, but it's the vibes that they give you. Or yeah. even yeah. Cer- certain games that you remember had like, um, what's it? That you just knew had a good soundtrack. So there's the FIFA with Ronaldinho in the... Uh, what's oh, it seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was hard. Sick. That was sick. I even like uh, uh, 03. I think 03 yeah. was the first one I bought, and it had Miss Dynamite yeah. T on there. Yeah. yeah. And that song that was, was a classic. You know what I mean? Oh, what was that one? Yeah. What's that coming over there? What was that one? That's like 05. Yeah. 05. Yeah. But the thing with the soundtrack, yeah, the the one that was like. The one that I loved the most, yeah, just for different reasons, was the FIFA 19 one. Just because 19, you know, there were artists, there were artists there that I was like, nah, like that I was listening to a year before, like OJ Radical, mm. and all, and I was like, man, these guys, these guys are sick, but like not that many people know of them. Mm. And then next year, and then FIFA comes out, and then the song's there, and then everyone, all of a sudden, everyone's on Octavian. Koji Radicals mm. doing bits and everything and then mm. and I was like shit man if I could be like these if I could get my song this like, and then the next year it happened so that's why that uh, that yeah, was yeah. very very iconic for me because yeah people like has, must have the finger on the pulse the people who yeah. put them together yeah. are really on their job mm. man because that 19 one I'm glad you said 19 because that's been the best one soundtracks for a while like they had yeah, bus on true. there had a couple other people on there as well. Like, yeah. Yeah, went in. well how, did, how did that actually, how does that come about? Like, what's the, how is FIFA getting in contact with you and say, oh, we'd like to put this song on the on the game? It's smart because they reached out um, end of 2018 about using my track Medusa for their Christmas campaign. Mm. And I thought, oh, that's sick. But then my producer was too slow sending stems or whatever. And then that kind of slipped away and I was, I was gutted. I was like, shit, man. So as soon as we had um, Ozone recorded, I actually recorded it with that in mind. Like, I was, it was obviously a long shot. But then I was like, no, nah, listen, let's just send this to them. I actually sent another track as well. I was like, no, nah, let's send this to them. Like, if they wanted mm. to use it for the, you know, Christmas campaign, surely they'll have an Easter campaign or something or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't even thinking of the soundtrack. I was just thinking, like, let's just open that door again. And um, they didn't get back for a while. And then they came back around March. I'm like, yo, we want to use this track here for um, the in-game soundtrack and everything. I was like, mm. yeah. And then I was on an NBA for months. I couldn't say anything. And everyone was like, oh, no, like, how's the music going? I was like, uh, uh, I, I can't leave. say it. Just yeah. keep it silent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah for real. So what's that? What's that period? So did they make you sound something when they're like, yo, the NBA, with the NBA, or is it just they have to trust you? No, they send in an email, yeah, and they say everything this email is fully confidential. And if any, um, something about basically, in a nutshell, is if the information gets out to the public, then mm. they have they withhold the right to retract their offer or whatever. Mm. And I was like, nah, you don't have to tell me that. I basically just wiped <laughs> out my memory for about seven months. Smart. Seven months? That's wow. A long time, man. That's a long time. For real. For real. I mean, hush, hush. Yeah. For real. Is it? I mean, it's just interesting because the soundtrack to anything can be so important. So it's mm. just interesting that, you know, the soundtrack to a FIFA can really bring about memories, if that makes mm. sense. So even just games in general, like, I think of 
you know, SmackDown versus Raw for me yeah. when I was younger. And that that used to have a, a banging yeah. um, soundtrack. Yeah. I guess it's just interesting to see. Is there any other games that we played that we thought, right, that soundtrack stayed in our memory? Yeah. FIFA um, Streets, Saints, a couple of them. FIFA Street, yeah. Saints Row. Saints Row. The GTAs yeah. as well, I'd say. Yeah, oh, the GTAs sure. cool. So many. It's so many. It's it's, 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 a, it's a nice thing to be a part of. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. you, did you shoot the video in in London? No, I was actually in Dublin in um PSC Flash. Shout out to them. Because that's sick. Yeah. Like it, it, it proper looked like a estate. So I was thinking to myself, maybe yeah. it was somewhere like in ends. But the hair that is in London, Dublin is interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we have those kind of things as well, like those kind yeah. of areas. Um. There's just it was kind of very central location. That's why we wanted it as well, and yeah. it was nice aesthetic as well. Like I'm not from those. I'm not from there, but yeah. um, the people there were kind of gassed even having like a part of that. something happening yeah. in the area because they don't really get a lot of you know stuff going on there. You know? Yeah. So yeah, the video's a vibe, man. I like it. It's very. It's hella like the word I'd use for it is jiggy. Do you know what I mean? Like you're just yeah, yeah, yeah. going with it, and the girls all dancing and shit. I I fuck with it, heavy man, for real. Actually, yeah, so, who, who are who are your um your idols in um in music? Like, mm. like who do you look up to to get that inspiration, that flavor, that vibe yeah. in the music? You know, from a creative standpoint, yeah, I said I have a good few, but those are just like people that I look up to. But the thing is, that's uh, yeah, I try not to idolize, you know people too much because you don't really know them you know what i mean you might know mm. someone's music but you can, so i I keep it very kind of on the creative side and all because um well, all the shit that's been happening recently you don't really know who's who what's what's actually going on to get me but i think fella has always been my absolute idol like in terms of Legend, just what man. he stood for the way he transcended music and mm-hmm. what he was using his platform for and just everything in general um mm. people that i look up to in terms of like cre- on the creative side of things we like j cole burner boy um damian marley mm. jay-z because jay-z is just the goat in my he opinion goat, yeah it's just his catalog is ridiculous and yeah those be my main ones those be my main ones but i say on top of all of that has to be fella just from the from the grassroots mm. yeah because I'm nice seeing, it. I'm seeing, I'm seeing Mr. Mr. West in the background, and I'm thinking to myself, mm. "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Mr. West is in the building. Wake up, Mr. West. Mr. West yeah. is in the building <laughs> for sure, fam. Uh, yeah. Joe is he's he's a sicko, creative. He's a sicko, <laughs> and um, you know he's actually he, I should have put his name there. It's actually I look actually a bit stupid. I have him on the wall. I didn't mention his name. But no, nah, he definitely his catalog as well ridiculous. Unreal. I think from a, from a creative point of view, absolutely. Yeah, really, he's entering that. You've got to separate the man from the music camp <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. of people. For real, no. I mean, we'll get into that. But he's he's been moving reckless. Um, yeah. I guess I can't. He fucked it up for me, but he fucked it up for everybody. <laughs> oh <laughs> boy, ain't nobody stepping in the name of love no more. I swear. <laughs> well, to be honest, I've heard that in a few weddings, man. I'm not gonna lie. Hey, oh, I've man. heard that in a few <laughs> weddings. Like, <laughs> oh, shit, I was like, yo, is the DJ serious? I'm going for two years. I haven't heard that Kelly anywhere. What's, sorry, what's, what's the one that they love to play in the club? I haven't it's ignition, ignition, isn't it? Ignition, ignition remix. I can't come in left leg starts twitching that's it man you can't help I yourself swear. Oh, that's he, he, he's the worst <laughs> um <laughs> uh so what i what i want to know is or what i want to get into is a bit of like your heritage so obviously you're nigerian but you've grown a, a lot of your life has been in ireland as well what's mm. that experience been like because that's not something a lot of people can say. Um, yeah, it's, it's mad because um, when I was growing up in Nigeria, I was actually with my Jamaican grandparents, my Jamaican grandma. So she kind of raised me. My parents were split up. but um, mm. So I was in a Jamaican household 
in Nigeria for a very That's long crazy. time. And then, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. was already a mad contrast. Like, <laughs> that was already a mad contrast. But then um, I went to boarding school in Nigeria, which was, you know, was an experience in itself. I was there for like five years. Um, great experience, though, but not one that I'd want to relive. But it was good, you know what I mean, in hindsight. Um, then coming to Ireland, it was mad because I was like, I kind of reconnected with my mom and my um, my siblings. And mm. just, you know, it was a different thing because I'd spent some time in London for England. Sorry, I, had, I lived one year in England. I did year three there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, year three, but mm. I was really young. So when I came back to Ireland, I thought it was going to be something similar. But it's not. It's not at all. <laughs> Yeah. it's not at all like it's actually co- it's very different culturally like um, I think when you're looking from afar you might think oh yeah Ireland England what's different it's not there's a lot of like cultural nuance and um, I learned that very quickly um, having to acclimatize to everything here society I think my little brother who was here he was like um, two years younger than me he really helped me in that respect because mm. I came when everyone was still in school so and then it was summer break so I had no other way of socializing if not for him and like taking me to like his friends and football and we play a lot of football like I got class at football that summer because of how much football <laughs> I played just um trying to understand the society and, that. and then getting into school then was another thing um but yeah it's been but well, I've always been um someone who's very in touch with my roots as well and I've never and I credit that credit my grandparents for that because they always made me aware of where I'm from and mm. never and never to um be ashamed of it and actually to just have some to be prideful of that like that's something to be proud of mm. um they really made me aware of my heritage and just culture and my ancestry my backgrounds you know the great Benin kingdom and all of that and just yeah so I've always been very proud of that and I didn't actually understand when I came here because I came here at the time when it wasn't actually like well, the kind of feeling I got was that people weren't actually trying to claim their African heritage too That's much. That's a like, fact, even after. Mm-hmm. Around that time there, and then um, they were always, like, people, like, they wouldn't want to play um, Afrobeats in mm-hmm. public, or they wouldn't want to eat their certain food in school or whatever, and I just, I was thinking, like, what the fuck? Like, what's, like, why? Like, this is sick. Like, don't you understand? Like, you are, you know what I mean? This is powerful that you have that yeah. um, cultural you, that cultural richness you know, I mean that mm. these other people aren't privileged enough to have so like own that but um, yeah and then some over like I think it was like about four years now everything just kind of switched now everyone's wearing dashikis and all of that and everyone's like <laughs> black panther you know kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's mad but yeah that's something I noticed that's, anyway I even forget the mm. question but I went to the mad no it is no but it's interesting because I guess your experience would be very different to ours because you just don't even think it's not even not that you don't think that black people are other people are other are in other parts of the UK but you don't really take it in you know I'm mm-hmm. sure and their experience is going to be very different to ours because chances are we're already the minority I can't imagine how much more so it might be over there or mm. I don't know maybe I'm wrong and there's actually a really big community and you know you're helping to educate people even further because now they know like they know what the different cultures are like and they know what's sure. going on. For sure. You know, that's something, you know, it's smart because see in the UK, yeah, you'd have people who are like third and fourth generation black people and immigrants there. Whereas in mm. Ireland, we're very much behind. So we're first generation here. So it's like the people here, the population here, this is a new concept to them, you know, having... Mm black Irish kids you know people who have spent their whole lives here or grown up here and identify as Irish it's a relatively new concept to them so I think systematically it's not like um we're not as mm, like we don't get it's weird you know anything that we face in terms of racism and that it's not systemic it'll be more kind of blatant physical social type things because they haven't had enough time to prepare it's ignorance or is, exactly is it ignorance yeah yes it is ignorance it is ignorance and like again you can't teach an old dog new tricks you know i mean there's parts of mm. ireland where you wouldn't see black people at all like mm. at all 
and then there's like parts where it's very clustered a lot of black people in that and yeah you know it's just it's how it goes and you know I, I i don't want it to end up like because i've seen places like the uk france and how it happens is they kind of bring they put all the black people in certain areas and unfortunately yeah. it's always areas that are you know riddled with like poverty and just lack of infrastructure and all of that and then it's like a domino it's effect yeah, and then it's just a lot of crime and all of that, and it affects the perception and then the opportunities, and then it just they justify the oppression in that way. I've seen that happen in other places, mm. other parts of the world, and I don't want that to, I don't want that to happen in Ireland. That's why my mission is to kind of control our cultural identity here, yeah. and control our own narrative, so that they don't have the opportunity to spin it their way. Because if they do. They'll spin in a way that benefits them and not us. So that's like, yeah, no, that's that's so powerful. And I, just out of interest, what do you think for you is the future of Irish rap? Because obviously you're starting to get popping now. Um, what's the direction you want to see it heading? Um, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be as big as anywhere in the world. Like, mm. and it's going to the people who come after me are gonna take it way further than where I eventually take it to and yeah. you know like that people come after them and etc etc so mm. I think what's going to happen is like you see the way in the UK you have um like the forefathers of UK hip-hop crime etc yeah. like you have your skeptics your wileys your wretches your um gigs etc we're gonna have people who follow in that vein and then it was like for a while we'll create the infrastructure that they'll know to follow and we'll, yeah. we'll be able to create opportunities for them like I just started um, I just opened my own label there JLOL Records so at the moment I'm my only artist but then eventually at some point when I get JLOL to a certain level where he can now be like an OG yeah. and actually put people on in a productive yeah. way then um, I'll start taking on more people making sure that they don't have to go through the shit that I go that I had to go through. It's about and kicking down them doors, isn't it? And then letting absolutely. people follow through. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I hear that. That's 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 the that is the dream really. And obviously mm. the people you're gonna let through, hopefully they can run with it as well. That's what you'd want. For sure. For sure. You got you got respect. Uh I'm sure in due time you'll be considered an OG and you gotta respect and get that respect as well. So mm. Um, we're, all, we're all probably going to be keeping our eye on the pulse of um, Irish rap and the progression it makes, not only just your career, but hopefully through your own ventures, you'll be able to bring people along for the ride as well. For sure, man, for sure. Like, that's ultimately, I think, the biggest achievement in life is being able mm. to make other people's lives easier or, or better, you know, empower others yeah. as well for me. So that's definitely something that, I want that it's going to happen. Like, it just has to happen. It's a natural progression regardless because mm -hmm. at some point, people, my music isn't going to be cool anymore to listen to at some point. There will be someone else who has, who's younger, who has more energy, who's doing things in a way that's more catered to the audience. That, you know what I mean? And yeah. They'll be able to take it further than I did, etc. So... No, that's long term. That's long term thinking, man. A lot of artists live for the moment. Do you know what I mean? So to have that kind yeah. of idea in your mind already at such a young age, I think that's sick. Because mm -hmm. you know, people that's are just like you know, drop the next track, next track, next track. But mm. that's a that's a beautiful thing. Sure, on a, on a side note, who who produced um who produced on the estate? Chris Gabs. That's my guy. Chris Gabs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He produces all of my stuff apart from like my collabs that I've done with other people, but he's sick. That beat is hard, man. Bro, for real. Cold. Hard as, hard as bricks, I'm telling you. <laughs> like, I, I'm not going to lie, I've rinsed that song. It's Because it's, I, like, so, I have like a playlist, right? And I, yeah. I add songs to it throughout the year. And it came out maybe a few months ago. Yeah, man. I, just, I refuse to delete it because of how hard the beat is. Like, and how, mm, how sick your vibe is. Uh, some, of them, some of those beats that as soon as it kicks in you notice like well, yeah, something yeah. something special is about to happen yeah yeah yeah, yeah. shout nah, out to him man he did he did, he did a good job on that 
Nah, shouts to Chris, man. He he always matches my creativity. That's why we work well mm. together. You know what I mean? He's open-minded in that sense. Mm, sure, I hear that. Mm. All right. So now I'm excited for the progress of the virus rap and everything you're uh, going to do with it. So I guess on to the next and I believe final topic, um, just something in that's been going on in the culture. Um, Kanye West widening mm. out. Um, oh, I don't boy. know if you all had, uh, if you all saw the clips that came out. Well, recently. Yeah, last night. Oh, swear. So he went on a campaign rally in South Carolina and it went pretty. So basically said Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves. Um, more or less. And then he just started, just burst into tears crying uh, at the thought of um, potentially having aborted his child, basically. I'm not explaining it that well, but that's more yeah. or less what happened. So, I, I quote in it, so pretty much he was, uh, this is exactly what he said. He said, um, Harriet Tubman freed the slaves. Well, she didn't actually free the slaves. She just had uh, the slaves work for other white people. Mm. And then the next clip, he was talking about um, how his father said he was too busy and um, he said, you know, his mother had to raise him, this, this and that. Then he was talking about his daughter on how he was about to abort his daughter and kill his daughter. Um, and he was talking about how they need to protect life. Now, pretty much what I could say is, um, I did quick research, like really, really quick research, and Harriet Tubman freed slaves. Yeah. yeah, and now what Kanye West was supposed to say was Harriet Tubman freed the slaves and the slaves went and found work and made income and created wealth you know, mm. maybe not in their lifetime but in their they passed wealth onto their next generation yeah. that's what he should have said but he just said it out loud and people just looked at him funny and uh, I'm done shooting him bell man his, his second comment I, I kind of understand because he was talking about like um, sorry his third comment he was talking about abortions how mm. it's not really like if we were to really go deep into the, like abortions like especially in the black community I mean it's something that is going on that is actually it's horrible like the rate of how many babies are dying, you know, through abortions. And I'm not talking about the people who have been raped. I mean, personally, for me, you know, abortion to me is, is a kill. Like, and some people may find that offensive. That's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm not talking about the people who have been raped. You know, some of them, they make the difficult decision to go and abort a baby. Like, it's just the people who go and do that. Because I feel like... Black people can be powerful in numbers. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like if there's more of us, then there's a lot more we can do. There's a lot more we can build. There's a lot more wealth we can create. I hear that. Like, in some ways, I feel like, you know, Planned Parenthood, the, the very beginning, the foundations was to destroy black people and was to kill black people. And that's how, you know, they, they elevated and evolved themselves into something where there's abortion clinics all over these certain communities and so on and so forth. So for Kanye West to be crying out and saying, listen, I almost killed my daughter, I think at that moment he appreciated that like life is precious. And mm -hmm. the same daughter he almost killed is the one thing that changed his whole perspective of winning. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to shoot Kanye West Bell. It's just the way he said things, it just didn't make sense. But that's what he's been he's been doing for several years now. And I don't know, man. There comes a time when you have to look at yourself in the mirror a little bit and just be like, just saying it. I think you can say what he said about Harriet Tubman, 
um, and we can dress it up however we want. But there's certain people in history I just don't think you should speak on in a way that could be misinterpreted, if that makes sense. Like, mm. there, was, he, there was no need to mention her. He just can't run for president. Yeah, what was the context? Like, why did he bring up Harriet Tubman so... I, like, I, I don't know. The, the video's not really been put out in the, in the sense that there's what you see is what you get. But either way, there's no context that that's right, in my opinion, to say that. It's not something that needs mm. to be said, if that makes sense. Um, mm. just, it's that... It's, what's scary is it's like he's clearly going through something. I think he's just felt, man, at this point. Yeah. I just think yeah. Because the, if you look at the evidence of the past two or three years, I just think it all points to the fact that he needs a bit. He just needs to either stop being in these public situations and public speaking, full stop. Should be running for the presidential election, full stop. He just needs to, you know, continue to build his brand, continue to do music. I mean, I'd rather him just produce, but that's just personally me at this point because I don't think his lyrics are very good. But <laughs> I'm just saying, um, in general, I do think, I think he's going for an, an episode right now. I don't think anything mm. he's saying needs to be dissected because it's clearly, clearly a man that needs needs help, in my opinion. But the man came through with a different trim as well. It's just like, what are you doing? That trim was not. I basically bro, he's put 2020 in his in his scalp. <laughs> yeah. right, he's really trying to run, man. He's really trying to run. So, yeah, so he went into the barber and said, "Yo, boss, give me the give me the 2020." Yeah. <laughs> how does, <laughs> how does, how does, give me the, <laughs> give me the 2020 no vision. <laughs> uh, the thing is, he's he's a smart he's a smart individual. It's just that right now, these epiphanies. You, uh, these are the things. Isn't I mean, in, in the Bible, I mean, it pretty much says slow to speak and slow to wrath. My man mm. just needs to slow down. This presidential election, all of a sudden, 2020, you want to do it now. Like, mm. just do 2024 when you have at least a lot of time to plan. You have a lot of time mm. to think. Do you get what I'm saying? And mm. you have a plan of like what he has, like a plan of like building up this ranch. He has a plan of, um, you know, trying to bring manufacturing back to the United States. He has a plan to produce more shoes, uh, one or two albums here and there, executive producing. He has loads of loads of plans. And my mm. man just says all of a sudden, hey, 2020 elections, it's like, no, you need to slow yourself down. It's for real, slow your roll. Because I think that's what yeah. really the situation is. Because what he was speaking, I understand from a point of view that many people just took it for face value and just like, what is he saying? He's just talking rubbish. If you really break it down and start dissect it, he's saying, right now I'm receiving epiphanies and I'm just, I'm thinking to myself, listen, life is precious. But, okay, fair enough. I Harry, see what Harry, you're Harry, Harry Tubman, that comment, you have to think You have to, out. exactly, you have to be slow to speak because my mom was just speaking. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That- for sure. I mean, Jay, after everything you've heard, what do you think? What's it? Because he's obviously someone... What would you, what's your stance on this? I think Kanye has always been... He's always been like... It's, it's like... I don't know if this is the right way to use the word, but like trigger happy when he gets like... When he has eyes on him. That's something mm. that I've just kind of seen over and over from Kanye. I think everyone else has seen as well. Um... I think he definitely thinks faster than his um than his uh yeah. words come out and his mouth than his mouth does. Or but like oh it's a tricky one because the thing with like I don't understand the context. I mean I don't even you said it was a rally and all like I need to go back and watch that before I can like yeah. I really understand what's happening. The thing with Harriet Tubman I don't think should be like I I don't see the point in um Coming at Harriet, like, what are you doing? Like, drawing her out or something. I don't get that, but I need to. I'm sending this to Harriet Tubman. <laughs> like, what is she like, like me? <laughs> she's actually she's trying to make a point, that. and then he just digressed, and it was just like. It's a stream on, of Harriet... consciousness. It's not like, you know, well thought out. Nah. Yeah. Speech. I think what he needs a speech writer. I think he needs a speech writer. 100%. <laughs> a great skip writer. 
<laughs> I swear to God, I actually think he needs a speech he right now. No, he does because it's it, it's ridiculous, and he's he's got something to say. And maybe it's is it you know hypocritical? We like it when he speaks his mind at like without thinking. You know, when he said George Bush doesn't care about black people, yeah, he championed that, mm-hmm. and that was. You know, that was off the cuff. Can you look at my Myron's face? <laughs> yeah, honestly, the guest. <laughs> so, I don't know, but I think you just got to be smart. Mm-hmm. I think he's seen it work his whole career, and now he's, he wants to take certain liberties or risks. Yeah. It's tough. I, I don't... Because <laughs> you could sit right. down and then... You could sit down, watch all of his interviews, right? From start to finish, it's making sense, right? Mm. You take certain things just out, but he looks super wild. He looks like yeah. he needs to be in a mental asylum. But you watch all of his videos from start to finish, there is frustration, there is concept, there, and in some videos, there's clarity. In this one, he was just, he just digressed and then he just started talking. And then he had epiphanies when you're mm. supposed to be doing a presidential election. Now, mm. Fair enough. Kanye West president in 2020. I don't see that happening. I see that you have great ideas and you have good intentions. It's just if you're if you're off the rail like that, yeah, you're just gonna push the button. Just right. you see the red button on the sides. You're just gonna push it just for the fun of it. Like I don't even know like of all the rappers that exist. I don't know what makes Kanye think he's the one. Like I'll vote for the cast of Fast and Furious before I vote for him. Like it's just not making sense. Imagine he wins it though. Like imagine Boy. imagine pulls up the I upset can't... that Trump pulled off. Boy, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised with that country. They're, they're trying to put themselves yeah. in a situation. <laughs> yes, no. Nah. Like I wouldn't put anything past because you see like Trump he's a he's a demagogue, so he, he says like these outrageous things that appeals to like certain demographic which like mm. just happens to be a very large part of the population in america mm. so it could be a similar thing of you know like to us us kind of people here it sounds like oh outrageous and all of that but there could be people who you know find sense in that you know what i mean and who <laughs> <laughs> they, they actually could be you know what I mean? yeah so I don't know, man. After Trump, I don't think I can write anything off. Like, if Kanye won, yeah. you know, like, the 20, 20 elections, I'd actually just... I, I'd do, know I, don't, I do not know, who, like, who's rocking with a Harriet Tubman quote like that. Like, <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> but you'd be surprised. America is a, a vast land. Someone in North Dakota is like, yo, that's, that's facts. This yeah, is I swear, sorry, like, that's facts, bro. I like, swear, yeah. I've been saying this. <laughs> 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 She's a fraud. I swear. No, if Kanye wins 2020, but I'm saying Dave Chappelle 2024. Ah, facts. Facts. Like, facts. <laughs> Why not? Where's Ja Rule at a time like this? Where's Ja Rule? Where is Ja Rule, man? I'm looking for some information Ja Rule might not have right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a fuck about Ja Rule at a time like this? <laughs> Trying to dance on straight and down. hear from Ja Rule. <laughs> <laughs> Classic, man. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, uh, go, go, I go. Listen, if, if Dave Chappelle was in the White House, I need him to, like, have stories when he gets out and just be, no, like, dumb weird. shit, like, when he went to Prince's house. Like, he didn't go to, but, like, you know when um Charlie Murphy went to Prince's house? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Game blouses. That's need the type that. of energy I need. 100 but, um, okay. does, does anyone else have anything to say on Kanye and his antics? He gave us classics albums, but I can't, I can't, I can't rock with this, man. He, <laughs> he gave me my I'm beautiful dark twisted fantasy, him. but I just can't I'm give. Not. I can't shoot in Bell no more, man. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to just play devil, devil's advocate at the moment and just trying to that. give up. Big heaven. You know, I think is he's on my wall, man. On my, in fact, on my door. Do you know what I mean? So like, <laughs> like this guy's watching me every day. Like, I look to it's him, and when, I'm, when I have writer's block or whatever, creative block, I look there, and then I get inspired, you get me? I can't just write him off like that. Mm. But, um, 
like I said, uh, look, you know yeah. I mean? uh, some people, you know what I mean, just, I don't know, like, I think maybe everything isn't for everyone, you know what I mean? Maybe Kanye West might, might just be showing us he's not president of <laughs> material, you know what I mean? Mm. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm looking for some answers Kanye West might not have right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you ain't got the answers, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got the answers, yeah. That's a good that's a good one. I said uh, you ain't got the answers, yeah. But um Jay, thank you for coming on, man. It's been much appreciated, bro. Um yeah, show people it. all the so- all the socials so they can find you, find that music. Yeah, for sure. So it's Jay Yellow Wall on IG. It's at real J Yellow Wall on Twitter, J Yellow Wall on Facebook. If anyone's still out there, Snapchat as well, J Yellow Wall across the board. Spotify, Apple Music, all of that. Um, new music soon, twenty second. I don't know when this is going to be out, but twenty second of July, new music album coming this year. There's just a whole lot Whoa. of stuff going on. Love that. What's man. the album sound like? What were you? What were we going with? Oh man, there's there's so much. There's Is just it vibes? Really, it's vibes. It's it's vibes. It's pop. Like if I'm, I don't want to tune my own horn, but if I was to say anything about the album, I'd just say it's powerful because mm. every time mm. I've, every time I've listened to it from start to finish, I've just always felt like shit. Like there's just so much information there, and you just leave mm. with a different thing. And I think one thing I made sure I did well was state my intent very clearly like i made sure i let everyone know what my purpose was for this album mm. so you know i'm proud i'm pretty proud of that i'm looking forward to it man 100 yeah, yeah, yeah. next time you next time you talk <coughs> in london we'll be there bro for sure we'll come to Ireland. what's the irish girl saying <laughs> All right, listen, man. You have to see for yourself. I'm trying to get you out. You have to see for yourself. You know that was there. I hear that. That little, that accent. That's it, man. Keep it up, man. Keep it up. Uh, all love, all love. Uh, thank you once again for coming on. It's, we're so happy we were able to get resolved um, and get you on. Uh, episode will be out soon. Listen to all the music. Jules is your latest single out at the moment. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And then, um, obviously, you can catch him on FIFA as we discussed. Um, new mm-hmm. album coming out soon and single. So he's got a lot coming out. Um, other than that, peace. Peace, oh, man. Thank you guys for having me. Love. Appreciate you. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.